Good morning. Good morning. How are you on this fine, fine day? I hope you're having a great day today. And I hope you are excited today because today is the day that the Lord hath made. Today is the day God's made. We'll be blessed and rejoice in it. Yesterday doesn't matter. Tomorrow doesn't matter. It's today. Today is a day that God's made. I was, um, I was, uh, what was I doing? I just got done doing a teaching. Didn't, I just wasn't right. I don't know. Someone's off with this. I'm going to redo this. But I was talking to, um, I was talking to somebody a couple days ago who was going through a sickness. And, um, one of the things that she said, and I've been thinking about this, it's been kind of revolving in my mind is that she, she did not, she felt like her acts were attributing to her sickness. Now, God is the God of good. And when Jesus Christ died, he died so that your acts don't matter. And I've been thinking about this because I teach righteousness and I go over what righteousness is, which is to be just and upright in the sight of God through his son, through believing in the name of his son, Jesus Christ. That's what faith is, believing what you hear. Once you believe it, you're righteous. But that starts to apply to your life. If you're doing, if you're like sick or something's going wrong, it is not based on your acts. It is not based on you repenting. There are times in life, there are trials in life. That's what happens in life. Because God sets the times over and against each other that we find nothing past him. It allows you the opportunity to change, to move to God. But it's not a punishment. God loves you and wants what's best for his children. And this is just an experience. This place is going away. But to be righteous and upright and to enjoy God's fruits is through believing. Once you believe in the name of Jesus Christ, you're already there. And the more you start to read the word, the more you start to put these verses into your mind, the more it starts to bring you peace because you're changing your mind. If your mind's telling you you're doing wrong and that's why God's not blessing you, that is a fallacy. That's not the truth. And I can go over verse after verse after verse showing you that. It's not about your acts. It's not about your works. It's about believing. It might be a time and trial. It might be something going on in your life that you need to change your mind towards. Now there's that. There's your righteousness. There's your state with God. And then there's that godly grief that worketh a change in your moral position. That's a different gig. That's moving you to change who you are. And that's going to be constantly there, constantly bringing you closer to God. But there is no condemnation to those that believe in the name of Jesus Christ. You do not judge yourself. You cannot condemn yourself. You can't live in the state of condemnation because all you're doing is poisoning your life. God sets you free through his son, through, through putting up his son. You stand firm in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made you free and be not entangled again with the yoke or the weight of bondage or servitude to the law. When you start to think about that I'm doing wrong and God's punishing me, that is a fallacy that is not true. You are righteous. You are, state, you are set in a state corresponding to God's nature. Change your mind. Change what you're saying to yourself and start putting on what the word says. Now, this morning I was reading in Hebrews chapter three 
And it talks about the glory of Jesus Christ, the position that Jesus Christ has been in or is in, excuse me, in verse six, but Christ as a son over his own house, whose house are we if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm unto the end. You're in the house of Christ. We are all in the body of believers. He's the head. He moves and directs this body of believers. We're in his household. He's our Lord and Savior. That's why it's Lord's master. He's protecting us. And then you have God Almighty. <laughs> That's a whole other gig. Verse 7, Wherefore, as the Holy Ghost, Ghost saith, Today, if you will hear his voice, and this is God's voice, harden not your hearts as in the day of provocation, in the day of temptation, in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, pro proved me, and saw my works for 40 years. This has to do with when they left Egypt, the people of Israel and Moses and the laws came and they, they were promised to go into the promised land. But that generation didn't know how to believe. They hadn't learned how to believe. So they had to stay in that, that, the, the, in that desert for 40 years and watch God work, watch God give them things, learn how to have faith in God. But they never believed enough to be brought to the promised land. It was their children. And this is an important lesson. Teach your kids to believe. Show your kids how to believe. Give them the opportunity to have more faith than what you did. If your parents taught you, continue that good work. That's your job to get them closer to God. All this other stuff doesn't matter. Verse 10, wherefore I was grieved with this generation and said they do always err in their heart and they have not known my ways. So I swear in my wrath, they shall not enter into my rest. The promised land is the rest and we have a promise for us, a rest, a rest day. There remaineth a rest day to the people of God, which is later on in, in this. But I want to finish up with this. Take heed, brethren, lest there be an, in any of you an evil heart of unbelief. Evil has to do with unbelief, not acts. An evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. When you start to quote unquote sin, it hardens your heart to the love of God, to recognizing God. That's what it does. That's why you depart from it. You want God's light to shine in you and soften you. You start talking about God, you start thinking on God, you're gonna start seeing God's loving grace towards you, the favor he puts you in. You're gonna explode with thanksgivings. I was at the golf course yesterday just like, what is going on, God? Thank you so, like, it just blows my mind how blessed all of a sudden I feel. <coughs> Excuse me. But it's mental because God is blessing me every single day, every moment of every day. God is blessing you every day. Take time to recognize it. Don't harden your hearts through, through the deceitfulness of unbelief. Don't allow this this experience to change who you are. Don't allow anything in your life. Don't allow your mind to tell you otherwise. You are chosen, called, summoned. You have everything right now. Live in it, stand in it, enjoy it. Enjoy being who you are. Stand firm in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made you free and be not entangled with the yoke of bondage. Have a beautiful day today. Pray the big prayers. Know who your God is. 
God Almighty, he's there for you. Lift everything up in the name of Jesus Christ and have a great day. God bless you today, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Well, Heavenly Father, thank you for today. I ask that you um, just guide my steps, guide what I have to do, uh, cover me, especially with the business, that everything that needs to get done continues to get done, and um, that there's no slowing down of what's going on with that. I thank you so much for the opportunity again and the opportunities, and that every single thing gets set up properly. I thank you that you just work through me to do that, and I thank you for each one of your believers, that you bless them and and uh, just take care of them. And if there's anything that is um, that I might be wrong on with the word or any anything, anything that you just continually work on me to change that and to just give grace and show your loving disposition to each one of your believers. I thank you for a phenomenal day today, a blessed day. And I lift everything up to you in the name of my Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus.